Good night, everybody. Coming to you from the deep red state of Tennessee on rumble.com slash LFA TV. This is Uncovered. And we are rocking and rolling here, pre-recorded by only a few hours here on a Thursday on Ungoverned, rumble.com slash LFA TV. In the words of the esteemed philosopher, the 5 p.m. hour, the Ungoverned show, John Fetterman. Hello, good night, everybody. And I hope everybody's doing well here on a, uh, it is the already the 18th day of January. Can you believe that we are already over halfway through the first month of the year? The first primary event of the 2024 Republican primary presidential primary cycle has already taken place. Uh, January is just flying by. We've already moved over here. Uh, January is just flying by. And so it's uh, it's exciting. It really is. It's exciting for us to be, you know, moving through January, booking it and getting ready to uh, to keep moving all the way into this historic election year. If, of course, we have an election. Because if you ask the World Economic Forum. If you ask Klaus Schwab. And yes, these people, they don't want they don't want uh, elections anymore. Of course, why would they want elections? Because they don't elections mean even if they're rigged, like think about this, even if your elections are totally, completely rigged, there's still a chance that because people participate, they could somehow subvert or overwhelm the rigging, you know, like in 2016. Because 2016's election was rigged as hell. You know that. There were dead people voting. I'm sure there were phantom voters, you know, voters that are registered to addresses that don't exist and are not legal residences, but still somehow vote. Happens a lot. Jay Valentine, we talked about it on this show. Obviously, you had the Russia story that was out kind of surrounding Trump in the 2016 election. Then the fact that the government was actually spying on his campaign. So 2016 was rigged, but the people overcame the steel. They overcame the rigging, right? That's what I always say to do. I'm not Linwood. Don't you dare give them your vote again. Georgians aren't dumb. We're not stupid. Remember Linwood? You don't know who I'm talking about? Linwood told people not to vote. And then essentially turned over the Senate to Democrats as the two senators that won in Georgia only did so because voters didn't turn out and vote for the Republican candidates there. Do you remember what I'm talking about when Lynn Wood told people not to vote? I could show you. Here it is. Where's Kelly Loeffler here? Where's David Perdue? He ought to be standing right here. Do not be fooled twice. This is Georgia. We ain't dumb. We're not going to go vote on January 5th in another machine made by China. We're not going to go vote. Don't you dare go vote. Even if you think the machines are flipping votes, you have to do it. It's the only way to win. This is not me scolding you. This is me saying this is why the World Economic Forum doesn't want us to have elections. And they are openly talking about it. You know, I don't like to get wrapped up in the whole they are saying this because who is they? But we know now who they are. A lot of the times it's the World Economic Forum. Everything that comes out of there, including the Wicked Witch of the WEF, who is the CEO of Twitter, Linda Yaccarino, is... Dangerous. It's tough. It's it's hard to trust anything that comes out of the WEF and people connected to the WEF, which is why I was happy that Vivek Ramaswamy sued the WEF to say, don't you dare use my name. I'm not involved with you guys. And he won that lawsuit. 
The World Economic Forum, this is not this is not conjecture, this is not speculation. You know, I don't do that on the show either. I make sure we got receipts. The World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab himself, Mr. Great Reset, right? The World Economic Forum is talking about now replacing elections with AI selections. AI. Artificial intelligence. They talk about how there's, you know, predictive AI. Now they're talking about something completely different, prescriptive AI. In other words, the artificial intelligence tells you what is best for us. AI makes our decisions? No. No. We're not going to do that. It's almost like what's already happening now, though. AI is a human creation, right? Government is a human creation, right? And we're both allowing the governments and AI to make our decisions for us? Uh, no. Sorry. We're not going to let it fly. However, that is what the World Economic Forum is looking at. We've got the video. You don't believe me? Oh, it's conjecture. It's speculation. It's one of those things. You know, everyone likes to be pointed at the World Economic Forum like they're this boogeyman. They are the boogeyman. And they're on video saying this. So we have that. Again, uh, back on the, you know how I've said I've been infatuated. I've been kind of stuck on this for quite some time. Maybe you've had enough. Maybe you haven't. I believe Nikki Haley is the enemy that we thought Ron DeSantis was. Not saying DeSantis made a good choice or a bad choice. Well, he made a bad choice. I'm not saying that he made a good choice or that, you know, what he did running for president now was a, a good thing and wasn't a mistake because it was a mistake and it wasn't a good thing and it only hurts the MAGA movement and it only hurts him. And the America First movement. But Nikki Haley is the enemy that we thought Ron DeSantis was. I'm telling you. And I'm not saying DeSantis is necessarily our friend and deserves our, our respect. That I'm saying we need to stop worrying about DeSantis. He is done. And I'm not worried per se about Haley. But we need to focus on her. Because she is at least, she is calling on Democrats to vote for her. We saw that. We saw the Iowa caucus crossover forms. They ran out of crossover forms in that one county that she won by one vote. You know, party switch forms. Now you have major, major donors encouraging Democrat voters in New Hampshire to come out and vote for Nikki Haley. Democrats for Haley. You see this? Because she's not a Republican. She's not a conservative She's not a patriot. She does not love this country. She is a Democrat. She is a radical left-wing Democrat. And the Democrats and radical left would love nothing more than controlled opposition versus controlled ally Biden, controlled opposition Haley, controlled ally Biden, running against each other in the 2024 general election. Then the Democrats can't lose. Then the fix is truly in. Because even if you have a Republican president, it's President Nikki Haley, you're still dealing with a Democrat. Who's just going to cave to the left anyway? Because that's what she does. Historically, that is what she has done. So of course the Democrats would prefer an establishment cockroach like Nikki Haley. Because she's one of them. Nikki Haley is the enemy that a lot of people thought Ron DeSantis was. And again, that's not me saying he made the right decision because I don't think he did. But if anybody on, quote-unquote, our side 
deserves to be attacked right now. It is not DeSantis. It is not Vivek. It is not even Chris Christie. Unless you want to laugh at the fact that he's a slob. It is Nikki Haley. Because she's not actually on our side. This would not be Republican on Republican violence. This would not violate Reagan's, you know, 11th commandment. Thou shalt not attack another Republican because Nikki Haley's not a Republican. She's a Democrat. We have that. Uh, The border and Ukraine deal. Incredible. As Democrats continue to insist, they insist that the Statue of Liberty, the Statue of Liberty sets U.S. border policy. I'll play a clip from Kathy Hochul. And then this Florida Democratic representative, Max Frost, I want to just tear down the Statue of Liberty if we're not going to listen to it. Listen to what? It's a statue. First of all, Democrats don't even like statues anymore. All you guys want to do is tear them down. Well, if you're not going to listen to the Statue of Liberty on how we should treat the immigrants, then we should just tear that one down too. That's the, it's a statue in the middle of a harbor. It does not set policy. It's that's unbelievable. This argument the Democrats love to make. Well, the statue liberty is giving you tired and you needy. It's a, first of all, you people don't even like statues. Second of all, that is not a legally binding statue. It didn't even come from us. It came from France. My goodness, ask them how they're adhering to the thing they gave us. Have you seen France lately with all the Muslims? Schumer says no U.S. border deal until Ukraine is funded, but it's actually worse than that. He literally admits, yeah, we're putting America last. He literally admits that. We'll get to that second half of the show. Russia, 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 Russia. We love Russia. We got along well with Russia, I can tell you that. Russia's the only one asking questions about Gonzalo Lira. Who is Gonzalo Lira? Oh, he just happens to be an American journalist, YouTuber, with dual citizenship in the United States and Chile who died after being tortured in a Ukrainian prison. I bet you didn't hear about that on MSNBC. I bet you didn't hear about that. Russia is the only one asking questions, basically saying, hey, they killed one of your journalists. Why are you still funding them? Russia, putting America, <laughs> Americans at a higher priority than America is. is, that, isn't, is are, we in, are we in crazy world? The answer is yes. Last but not least, we have the Trump uh, vice presidential sweepstakes heating up. Sebastian Gorka offered some insight on Newsmax last night. I'm not sure if you saw that, but Red State has a conflicting report. So we'll get to all that towards the end of the show. Before we get to any of it, I want to get to a word from our friends over at Switch to number 2 USA.com. But first, for those of you watching, we are pre-recorded. The show still counts. I know it sometimes you get upset. Why is it always pre-recorded? Once a week. Because I'm on Newsmax. And folks, it it starts at 5 p.m. Eastern, this show. I recorded it at 3 p.m. Eastern. Okay? Maybe a little, uh, maybe it was, what? here's, yeah, 3 p.m. Eastern right now. It's 3 p.m. Eastern. It's two hours early. So pump the brakes, calm down, hit the rumble button, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, watch the show and watch the hit on Newsmax too, around 5.25 p.m. Eastern time. We are pre-recorded today. Hit that thumbs up button. Send the show up the charts and uh, take a listen to a word from our friends over at switch2usa.com. We all want to make a difference in our country and, and make change, but we don't all have 
the ability to do so. A lot of people are busy. They can't join school boards. They can't get on borough council, but they can change where they shop. And it's just shopping, it's that simple. We're gonna link arms and we're gonna shop right here at this American factory. They make the products and they're all natural and they're good for us and they're affordable. Everything's made here in the USA. That is switch to number two USA.com, switch to number two USA.com. Folks, we've been talking about how the world has been going crazy with supply chain issues, record setting inflation, and sky high gas prices. We all know how the big box stores were allowed to stay open the entire time while so many little guys. Small business owners and regular people were forced to close. The wealthiest on the planet became better off while mom and pop suffered. The question is, what are we willing to do about it and how can our voices be heard? Well, you could vote with your dollars. That is how you make a difference. This is a call to action. Switch away from the big box conglomerates and shop factory direct at a family-owned, made-in-America manufacturer. Made-in-America manufacturer. For all of your monthly consumables like uh, toothpaste, shaving cream, laundry detergent, shampoo, healthy snacks, and now grass-fed beef, all delivered right to your door. No more made in China. Switch to made in the USA. It's one of the best ways to get around the crazy inflation. Shopping with family-owned companies that put their customers first rather than shareholders and corporate executives. Join the parallel economy that has been formed. Join the massive sweep that is happening through Patriot Nation and decide today that you want to be a part of the movement to cut off their cash flow. Sign up. My friend Maria will give you a call back to enroll you, and then you can start shopping at this privately owned mom and pop. That is switch to number two USA.com. Switch to number two USA.com. Switch to number two USA.com. We also have the LFA TV store at LFATV.us. I apologize, but there's a picture of Kevin Smith on the screen. Love him to death. And he's doing really well out there. He's going to be working with Scott Pressler soon uh, for some stuff up in New Hampshire. But this is the LFA TV store right here. Uh, LFATV.us. You can see it on your screen. There's the store. All sorts of really cool stuff. Tote bags, T-shirts, keychains, lanyards, uh, tank tops, wool hats. You've got the Armor of God wooden plaque. It's a beautiful piece right there. Music, coffee mugs, coffee itself. And my favorite item that is coming up right there is the whoever voted for Biden owes me gas money hat. I love it. Ladies and gentlemen, that is at LFATV.us. Click on that LFA TV store tab, or you can go directly to the store by going to jeremyherrell.com slash store. That is jeremyherrell.com slash store or LFATV.us. Click on that store tab. All right. Klaus Schwab and the World Economic Forum wants to cancel your elections. They want to take, and these are the people who align with the people who say Donald Trump is a threat to democracy. You know what's a real threat to democracy? Taking the choice of who their leaders are going to be away from the people. That's a real threat to democracy. Elections will soon be a quaint relic of the past, says uh, globalist Klaus Schwab. This is a story on the Gateway Pundit, and it made my skin crawl. Elections, the article, by the way, originally appeared on Leo Homan's Substack and was republished to the Gateway Pundit with permission. Elections will soon be a quaint relic of the past, says globalist Klaus Schwab, who points to AI as the coming king of democracy. World Economic Forum founder and chairman Klaus Schwab showed his true Nazi colors today at Davos, saying that nations will soon no longer need to bother holding elections because voters could easily be replaced by artificial intelligence. AI is more than capable, he said. You know, makes uh, It's worth mentioning, according to Ezra Levant, uh, that 
Klaus Schwab's father was a Nazi industrialist. His name was Eugene Schwab, and he would be very proud of this take. Now, I want to play this video for you of Klaus Schwab talking about how you don't get elections. You will eat the bugs and you will be happy. Now, history should tell us this is not a shot at Germans, but that when Germans try to take things over and they're honest about it, believe them. Hitler was never uh, dishonest with what he wanted to do. He basically said, here's what we're doing, and we're doing it. We're taking land in Poland. We're taking the Sudetenland. We're killing the Jews. That's it, right? I mean, he was pretty, he's pretty straightforward about what he wanted to do. So when the Germans tell you that they're going to do stuff, it generally means that they're going to do stuff. And that's just me being overly simplistic. But here is, uh, here is the Klaus Schwab World Economic Forum, uh, the, the election selection, right? The, you will no longer get elections. Klaus Schwab decides that AI is, not go, AI is going to be the predictor. He called it prescriptive AI. Remember that. Prescriptive. And I'm loading this video up for you. So what does that mean? Prescriptive AI. What does that mean? Prescriptive AI. Well, to me, it means that AI will tell us what we can and can't do, right? AI would tell us what we can and can't do. Well, what is AI? Why does AI get to make those decisions? Why does AI get to be superior in making our decisions for us? The answer is it shouldn't be. And it should scare the crap out of everybody that major players, whether you, whether you trust the World Economic Forum or not, whether you believe they're nefarious or not, whether you believe they're an actual threat or not, this should help sway you in the direction that these people are up to no good. This is Klaus Schwab, World Economic Forum, telling you that your elections will be gone in favor of prescriptive AI. This is scary, scary stuff. Take a look. The technology now is, and digital technologies mainly have an analytical power. Now we go into a predictive power, and we have seen the first examples, and your company very much involved into it. But since the next step could be in, to go into a prescriptive uh, mode, which means um, uh, you, you do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already uh, predict what, uh, predict, and afterwards you can say, why do we need elections? Because we know what the result will be. We know what the result will be, so why do we even need elections? Where, and, and, and exactly where do you think AI would be biased towards in this process, especially if Klaus Schwab is asking for it to happen? Do you think AI would be biased against what the World Economic Forum wants? Or would AI be biased in favor of what the World Economic Forum wants? Does that not scare the crap out of you? Let me play that for you again. Take a look. The technology now is, and uh, digital technologies mainly have an analytical power. Now we go into a predictive power, and we have seen the first examples, and your company very much involved into it. But since the next step could be in, to go into a prescriptive uh, mode, which means um, uh, you you do not even have to have elections anymore because you can already uh, predict 
what uh, predict and afterwards you can say why do we need elections because we know what the result will be yeah just take the elections away don't worry about it just take the elections away prescriptive ai you know prescriptive like a doctor gives you a prescription take this you're being prescribed you know oxy whatever it is right you're being prescribed an antibiotic your doctor says you must take that if you want to feel better or that you should take that. The difference is, you know, you, you at the end of the day are in control of whether or not you'd like to take the antibiotic or that steroid or that painkiller. I've been prescribed painkillers before and, and I haven't taken them because, I, you know, A, I don't want to be dependent on opioids and whatever, but B, uh, you know, just get through the pain. It's a day or two of pain, right? Whatever. And sometimes you do take it because you have it and it helps with the situation. But at the end of the day, the person is in control, right? It's my hand grabbing the pill, taking the pill, and and taking the painkiller. But if AI is going to be prescribing, if it's going to be prescriptive and is prescribing to us, the people, our leaders, the way a doctor prescribes medicine to its patients, to his, his or her patients, we're not in control. We can't just... Nope, we don't agree with AI. We are going to hold elections. No, no, no. If they remove elections in favor of prescriptive AI, as Klaus Schwab, like, you will eat the bugs, you will be happy, and we will have prescriptive AI. That doesn't sound German. But you know what I'm talking about. If we have prescriptive AI prescribing us our leaders, we don't have that final layer of control okay i've been prescribed a painkiller i've been prescribed an antibiotic but i'm not going to take it so i'm not going to open the bottle and i'm not going to grab the pill and i'm not going to ingest it that layer of control is gone that last line of defense is gone that is the goal of the world that the world economic forum is saying that's what's coming listen to them listen to them You know, there's been a lot of talk about, are they going to cancel the 2024 election? I don't know if they're going to cancel the 2024 election, but if the 2024 election goes in favor of Trump, like many people believe it's going to do, the betting odds, the polls, you know, whoever you see is basically saying, I think Trump's going to win again. Do you think they're honestly ever going to give us a chance to do that again? And what is that last layer of defense? Right. Where the patient decides, I don't want to take the painkiller, even though it's it's there in the bottle in front of me. I don't want to take it or I don't want to take the antibiotic because I feel better. I don't want to take it. Right. Where that last line of defense is your control. Your actions can dictate whether you do or do not take the medicine that you've been prescribed. What is that last line of defense? America. We are the last line of defense, but we need to have a leader and a government that does not pledge allegiance to the World Economic Forum. And right now, we do have a leader and a government that pledges allegiance to the World Economic Forum. And we've got a lot of members of our government who pledge allegiance to the World Economic Forum. Now you hear the World Economic Forum chairman, Klaus Schwab, you know, there's the Great Reset. That's a book that they wrote talking about prescriptive AI canceling, basically replacing, for lack of a better word, elections. Listen to them when they're being honest with you and when they tell you what they want to do. Usually when they do that, they're telling the truth. Klaus Schwab in that video is telling the truth. He does not want us, the regular people, to have a choice 
on who our leaders are. He wants to leave it up to AI, prescriptive AI, and you know which way that prescriptive AI is going to lean. You just know it. They are telling it to you to your face. It is not a conspiracy theory. This is not conjecture. This is not speculation. This is not reading between the lines. This is not something that I picked up on 4chan. This came right out of Klaus Schwab's mouth. That's what they're trying to do. I can't stress it enough. He said it, not me. So when they come after me, go, well, you know, this Sean Ferris prides himself on not being a conspiracy theorist, but he's saying that they're trying to, to cancel elections. I'm not saying they're trying to do it. They're saying they're trying to do it. I just played it for you idiots. Not you, the audience, but the idiots who think that's a conspiracy theory. Pay attention to when they're being honest. Now, I know this audience in particular being the greatest audience on the internet, knows the World Economic Forum is under no circumstances to be trusted. Under no circumstances. The World Economic Forum is not to be trusted under any circumstances. And you know that because you're smart. Because you're smart people, I can tell you that. You are smart people. We may disagree on a couple of things. Sometimes it's big things, sometimes it's little things. But you're still smart people. And you understand That's a bad guy. Klaus Schwab is a bad guy, and he's a bald guy, too. And no offense to bald people, but he doesn't look too good. And we don't like him. He should. I have the greatest hair. He has terrible. He doesn't even have hair. He's a horrible guy. Pay attention when they're being honest with you, especially those Germans. (laughs) No offense to actual Germans. There are plenty of good people out there. I'm just, you know, we're making light of the situation a little bit because we can't be so doom and gloom. We don't want to make people feel helpless like Lynn Wood, right? You can help. You can push back. So do it. Push hard like nobody's ever pushed before to get Donald Trump elected and start moving this thing in the right direction and get it away from the World Economic Forum. How can we push hard and put it in the right direction? Well, what we can do is we can start by making sure that Nikki Haley's political career ends after the 2024 primary. Her political career must be buried six feet under uh, Jerry Seinfeld, you know, Kramer, Kramer style, stick a fork in it. It's done. Nikki Haley needs to be eradicated from the Republican party. Her entire plague has got to go. Nikki Haley is not a Republican. I can't say it enough. Everyone made a big deal. DeSantis was disloyal, stabbed Trump in the back, made a mistake by not waiting for 2028. I agree. He should have waited until 2028. But the real enemy right now in the primary, DeSantis is done, okay? A lot of his most loyal supporters, a lot of his donors, they just just laid off the staff of War Room. Christina Pushaw apparently is moving on. The campaign is winding up, winding winding down, but they're winding up their affairs and that's going to be it soon, okay, DeSantis? There's no reason to keep beating on him. The real enemy right now is the Democrat running for president as a Republican, and her name is Nikki Haley. First, I'm going to play this clip again from yesterday. It was the CBS News reporting on how many party switch forms were used in the one county that Nikki Haley won in Iowa. Take a look at this. Uh, Major, it's been a very interesting night. They just finished uh, voting. This was a room in favor of Nikki Haley, overwhelmingly so. Ron DeSantis' second 
Donald Trump a distant third. The most interesting development of the evening, and Anthony Salvato will, will find this to be very interesting indeed. They had 50 forms for people who wanted to register tonight or switch their party registration. They ran out of those forms. Members of the caucus team here had to run out to multiple people's homes to get printer paper and get their printers fired up. They printed another 25 or so sheets of paper. They estimate about 75 people were new registrations or switched their registration from Democrat to Republican in order to play in this caucus tonight. And I think that's a big reason why Nikki Haley uh, was lifted up. You're getting a little noise here as they clean up. Uh, was so uh, impressive in this particular outing. If she can repeat that, because we're talking about 20% of the vote here, thereabouts, give or take, uh, were new registrations or crossovers, and that is above the typical rate. You see estimates about 10% in a typical open caucus. So if she can outperform in counties like this one at caucus sites like this one, then that bodes well for her ability to have a strong second, which of course is what her campaign really wants to drive the narrative into New Hampshire. Democrats are voting for Nikki Haley, and now her donors are pushing Democrats to do it again in New Hampshire. How many times do we have to go through this? Now, what she's doing is not illegal. It's not. We can argue about the ethics. Is it ethical to ask Democrats to vote in a Republican primary? Probably not, since it's a, what? Republican primary. It's not illegal. Those people can switch parties whenever they want. Want to make a law? You have to be a member of a party for a certain amount of time. And now you're kind of infringing on somebody's right to choose who they want to support. You know, there are a lot of cases someone will vote for a Democrat have buyer's remorse a year later. They should be able to switch. So it kind of, kind of gets sticky with that. But the fact that you are watching major donors pushing for Democrats and anti, specifically anti-Trump Democrats to participate in a primary that ordinarily they would not be participating in tells you everything you need to know about the establishment cockroach we call Nikki Haley. Nimrod Nimrata. The establishment and illiberal donor class, this is on Breitbart, sorry, it's right here, are working behind the scenes uh, of the GOP New Hampshire primary to encourage Democrats and left-leaning independents to cast anti-Trump votes for former South Carolina Republican Governor Nikki Haley. New Hampshire voters will have until Friday to change their registration affiliation to vote in an alternative party's primary. As a darling of the establishment, Haley opposes the America First agenda due to, agenda due to her Views on foreign policy, free speech, government spending, and social policy. She stated, quote, every person on social media should be verified by their name. Dox them all. She believes in defending Ukraine's eastern border with American taxpayer money. She said the government should not intervene if parents decide to put their children through irreversible, life-altering transgender surgery. She supports importing migrants for jobs that would otherwise go to better-paid Americans. Many of Haley's policies are shared by the establishment globalists who oppose Trump's return to the White House. Robert Schwartz, the co-founder of Primary Pivot Super PAC and member of the establishment, seeks to, quote, damage Trump's campaign by mobilizing Democrats and left-leaning independents to vote for Haley. It's an easy sell to have a Democrat vote for Haley. Why is that? Because Nikki Haley is a Democrat. That's it. Nikki Haley is 
is a Democrat. Period. End of story. The reason why large anti-Trump donors are using her as the candidate to funnel Democrat voters in to vote against Trump is because she is actually a Democrat. You know, Democrat and left-leaning independents are not going to vote for Ron DeSantis. Why? Because they think he's the guy who did Don't Say Gay. They th- he's the guy who went after Disney. He's Ron DeSatan. He's Ron Death Santis. He did the Mask Free. Like, all those things that we used to love. We clapped about him. We applauded him. The Martha's Vineyard thing. Like, all those things that we liked about DeSantis when he was governor in his first term in Florida are things that Democrats hate. So they can't use DeSantis as the quote-unquote Trojan horse for Democrat voters to switch parties and sabotage Trump. But they can with Nikki Haley because she is a Democrat. She's an establishment, uniparty cockroach, and a Democrat. This woman is not a Republican. I can't say it enough. Nikki Haley is the enemy that we all thought Ron DeSantis was. Again, I'm not saying he made the best decision running for president in 2024. I'm not saying that I trust him with my vote going forward. What I'm saying is the real enemy now. Stop focusing on DeSantis. He's done. You destroyed him. We beat him. He's done. The real enemy here is Nikki Haley and her Democrat voters and fundraisers and donors. That's the enemy going forward. That's where the, that is where the heat should be directed. Not at DeSantis. Direct the heat at Nikki Haley. She's the one who is trying to undermine Trump right now. DeSantis is twisting in the wind. He is done. It is over. He's not coming back. He can't pull any voters away from MAGA. He's got a smaller base. Nikki Haley, though, has an untapped source of voters. Who are they? Democrats! Because she is a Democrat. Now, it's not fighting amongst ourselves. Because Nikki Haley's not one of us. She's the real rhino here. She's the real Trojan horse. She's the real threat. She's not a a major threat, but just look at what she's doing. Look at the type of campaign that she's running. And to the DeSantis supporters, by the way, everybody, you guys have accused Donald Trump of running to the left to win the Republican primary. No, 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 no. That's what Haley's doing. If there is any pitch that I can make to DeSantis supporters right now, I don't have anything against you. You probably have something against me, maybe. Maybe not. If there is any pitch that I can make to you, join us, MAGA, in making sure that Nikki Haley's political career does not continue after this Republican primary cycle. You may have hard feelings about things that Trump supporters and Donald Trump himself said about Ron DeSantis. That's fine. Put those aside and join us in destroying the political career of Nikki Haley. Because if we could take her career and make sure that it is dead and buried politically, of course, that is a win for both of our groups of supporters here. Whether you're MAGA or you're Ron DeSantis, MAGA light, whatever you want to call it. If Nikki Haley is permanently, politically, out of the picture, America wins. Join us in accomplishing that. And then we'll talk about 2024 and the general election.
because we can't have people sitting home. We just can't have it. And I know a lot of you are better than that. And a lot of you, when push comes to shove, won't do that. But some of you I know are very dug in and very stubborn and very upset with things that have been said in this primary. And unfortunately, that's just politics. Please join us right now in burying Nikki Haley. That's my pitch to you. All right, I want to get to a word from our friends over at Let's Go Brandon Token. That is letsgobrandontoken.com. Let's go brandontoken.com. Folks, crypto has been uh, very interesting lately. Bitcoin ETF is approved. A lot of volatility, a lot of trading volume going on right now. A lot of cool things happening in the crypto space, like Let's Go Brandon Token. I want to take a deep dive into the world of crypto, where innovation meets freedom and community empowerment. I'm thrilled to introduce you to Let's Go Brandon Token, a groundbreaking token that not only embraces financial possibilities, but also embodies a strong commitment to supporting America First candidates, causes, and charities. What sets them apart is the unique approach to giving back. With every transaction made using the token, 2% goes directly to the America First wallet, which is used to donate to America First candidates, causes, and charities that align with your values. Now, Let's Go Brandon Token also rewards its holders by dispersing 7% of the buy and sell tax back to the community so you earn passive income simply by holding your tokens. And that's not all. Whether you're new to the world of crypto or you're looking to expand your knowledge, Let's Go Brandon Token's got you covered. They're offering self-paced crypto classes designed specifically for beginners. The classes provide you with the knowledge and confidence to navigate the crypto landscape with ease. So visit the website today, letsgobrandontoken.com, to learn more and become a part of the incredible movement to embrace freedom empower the community, and make a positive impact together. Also note that investing in crypto does involve risk, and it's important to do your own research before making any investment decisions. This message is not financial advice, but it is, as we always say, friendly advice to check out letsgobrandontoken.com. Last but not least, we have 4Patriots, and that is 4Patriots.com slash LFA. That is 4Patriots.com slash Lima Foxtrot Alpha. Ladies and gentlemen, millions of people lost power after Hurricane Ian blasted through Florida. We know it was a disaster. And one of the first things local government did was put out food safety tips because a lot of people will watch their food spoil inside of their fridges if they're unable to get gas for their generator. Or maybe they're not prepared for the storm. This is a great website for preparedness right now. Well, you can get a solar generator. It's safe to use indoors. It's whisper quiet and strong enough to run your fridge. It's the Patriot Power Generator from 4Patriots. Now, it's not ordinary power. It is a generator that never needs gas ever, and it even comes with a free solar panel. And right now, for a limited time, you can get a big discount off at 4Patriots.com slash LFA. You get 10% off of everything. You get discounts off the Patriot Power Generator. The product is rated five stars from over 600 reviews on their website, and it is backed by their 100% guarantee for an entire year, so it's risk-free. Now, they're called 4Patriots. That's the number four Patriots because a portion of every sale is donated to charities who support our veterans and their families. Just go to 4Patriots.com slash LFA. Check out the Patriot Power Generator and so much more so that you will be ready for the next blackout. That is 4Patriots.com slash LFA. That's the number four, patriots.com slash Lima Foxtrot Alpha. Fourpatriots.com slash LFA. Thank you so much for sticking with us. Keep those thumbs ups rolling in. As you know, we uh, really appreciate it. If you can give us a like, leave a comment below the show, participate in the live chat. I'm probably in there uh, as well. In between going on Newsmax, of course, Thursdays is pre-recorded, but every other day is live. We're going to do live calls tomorrow because that worked so well on caucus night. We'll do it again tomorrow to speak to all of you. You're all great people, beautiful people. But please give us a like. Make sure that... Uh, 
that you're commenting and engaging with the show, leave us a like, share it with your friends, make sure you're following the channel and make sure you're following our podcast channel as well. Folks, Democrats have been obsessed with the Statue of Liberty. They love tearing down statues unless the statues say things that they think could be advantageous to their agenda. The Statue of Liberty is one of those statues. I want to play for you from December of 2021, the bucktooth bandit Kathy Hochul, Buffalo's least finest, telling us why the border should remain open. Well, because the Statue of Liberty says so. Take a look. And the idea of the Lady Liberty in our Harvards that I talked to the young students about has been the story of New York for 130 years, where people who left religious persecution or left wars, left oppression, and left extreme poverty, like my own grandparents leaving Ireland with nothing, that is what we have always viewed as our responsibility to the rest of the world. But because of that, we are a far better, more enriched, diverse state. And that's a huge point of pride for all New Yorkers. As you know, the Statue of Liberty is inscribed. It says, give me your tired, your poor, your huddled young masses yearning to be free, the wretched refuse to a teeming shore. And that statement encapsulizes our values. We want people to come here, despite where they came from or despite the circumstances that drove them to this country and to this, and to this state. We see, say you are welcome here. We are welcome with open arms and we'll work to keep you safe. We'll not only house you, but we'll protect you. And the richness of the culture and the diversity and the food and the restaurants that we know are going to be coming uh, because of these efforts are, are, are beyond measure. It's, just, it's an extraordinary part of our story. And it's woven into the story of New York. There's Kathy Hochul telling you we should let them all in because the Statue of Liberty says so. And this is something that Democrats have done for a while. You've seen it on MSNBC. You've seen it on CNN. Well, the Statue of Liberty says, give us your tired, your needy, and your poor. So we should give everybody who's tired or needy or poor from any other country free access to the United States. That's not what the Statue of Liberty says. But let me just make a quick point. The Statue of Liberty does not set U.S. immigration policy. It's a nice piece in the harbor. It is an, it's, a, it's a nice symbol. Thank you, France, for giving it to us. We really appreciate having it. I love it. I grew up in New York. It's a beautiful thing. But it does not set policy, okay? The Statue of Liberty does not set U.S. border policy or immigration law. But according to Democrats, it does. And since we're not listening to the Statue of Liberty, it should be torn down. This is Democratic representative. He's from Florida and he's a Gen Z guy, apparently. Now, I love Gen Z. This is not a representation of Gen Z. This is one of those outliers. This is one of the stupid people, one of the DEI hires, right? A Democrat representative from Florida, Max Frost. Look at this temper tantrum he throws essentially over the statue well if we're not going to listen to it we might as well tear it down well you want to tear down every other statue it's only a matter of time a that you would take down the statue of liberty but it's not a there is no policy that the statue of liberty sets but take a look at this epic meltdown in the house of representatives max frost look at this to my colleagues on the other side of the aisle let's be honest with immigrants who deserve better than what you're offering them don't Welcome immigrants if you plan to reject them. Stop, if you keep- stop, stop. We're going to play the whole clip. Notice what word he's leaving out. Don't welcome immigrants if you're going to, you know, not, not bring them in, not, not care for them. 
Don't welcome. No, no, no. You're missing a big word there, Max. Illegal. Illegal. If they're not here legally, they're not welcome here. If they come in the right way, they're welcome here. You see how they they do this all the time. Republicans hate immigrants. No. Republicans want illegal immigrants to go away. Illegal. Illegal. Do it the right way. You're more than welcome to come here. Just follow the law. That's not a tough ask. Here's the full clip. To my colleagues on the other side of the aisle, let's be honest with immigrants who deserve better than what you're offering them. Don't welcome immigrants if you plan to reject them. If you keep pushing your bigoted H.R. 2 bill, then also pass this bill. I've taken the liberty of drafting it for you. It removes the Statue of Liberty, our largest symbol that tells people to come here. This is who you are, removing the fabric of America. So I want to know which Republican who supports and voted for H.R. 2 will introduce this bill. It tells people to come here, he says, right? Kind of like how, I don't know, Truist Bank will run an ad on television and say, come bank with us. That's not inviting people to rob the bank. The Statue of Liberty does encourage people to come to the United States. You're right. And the law that is written into the United, you know, the U.S. law states how they can do that. Chase Bank on television, come bank with us. You can get A, B, C, D, E, F, and G and a business credit card and all this great stuff. But if someone walks into Chase Bank and robs Chase Bank and says, well, you know, your commercial said to come here, so here I am, give me the money, put it in the bag. That's breaking the law. Max Frost, Democratic representative from Florida, an official contender. He's up there with Nikki Haley for Idiot of the Week. Nikki Haley obviously is up there for Idiot of the Week with her. It's now a two-person race, despite finishing third. What a moron. What an absolute moron. This woman is a... uh, This woman, I'm sorry. Well, Nikki Haley's a moron, and she's a woman. This Max Frost, I don't know. Maybe he is a woman. I don't know. I don't know. Is an absolute idiot. He's a contender for Idiot of the Week. Here is, uh, by the way, I said we were going to do a clip showing you that Chuck Schumer is actually telling us now, again, listen to what they're saying. They're telling you the truth, what they want to do, that America comes second. Chuck Schumer says, no border deal until Ukraine is funded. But I want you to listen to the words that come out of his mouth. First of all, the hypocrisy, but we know that Democrats always lie anyway. But listen to the words that come out of Chuck Schumer's mouth regarding this border deal, Ukraine deal, compromise, which Mike Johnson, I know we've been disappointed with some of the things that he's done, but he's holding his ground for now on this border deal. I want you to listen to Chuck Schumer here because this is this shows you that the Democrats don't care about America and that they're putting America last. Listen to Schumer himself tell you those exact things. Responding to these developments of Jim Jeffries as well, the House Democratic Within a year, we would be on our back foot doing all kinds of things that we that we wouldn't want to do, that it was essential, essential, and there was Democratic and Republican agreement that it was essential we help Ukraine. We also talked about the border and how it's so important to deal with the border. The president himself said over and over again that he is willing to make, uh, to move forward on border. And so we said we have to do both. There were a couple of people in the room who said, let's do border first. We said we have to do both together. In the Senate, and let me make one more point. The only way we will do border and Ukraine 
or even either of them, is bipartisan. You cannot, cannot do things with one party in a divided Congress. And so anyone who says, any party that says do it my way or no way, we're not going to get anything done. And I think there was broad agreement in the room that we had to do this in a bipartisan way. Speaking in the Senate, we are making really good progress. I am more optimistic now that we can come to an agreement on border and Ukraine in one package, along with aid to Israel, along with humanitarian aid for the Palestinians in Gaza, and along with helping us Indochina. I am more optimistic than ever before that we'd come to an agreement. I put the chances a little bit greater than half now, and that's the first time I can say that. And so we hope to fund the government this week, and then if we can come to an agreement, we haven't come to an agreement yet in the Senate, move very quickly uh, to, on the uh, supplemental uh, very shortly there. There you have Chuck Schumer telling you word for word. There were a couple of people in the room who said, let's do border first. We said we. Who's we with Chuck Schumer? The Democrats said we have to do both together. So at the very least, Ukraine and America are being put on the exact same uh, level of priority with one another America should come first, period, end of story. America should come first. If we're going to send Ukraine money to secure their border because they're fighting the Russians, we need to have our border taken care of before they get another dime. But Chuck Schumer just told you, we said we have to do Ukraine and the U.S. border at the same time. He's not putting America first. He doesn't believe America comes before Ukraine. He believes Ukraine comes with Americans bo with America's border. He believes both of them are on the same plane. He believes both of them are of equal importance. This right here shows you that if you are an American citizen, you don't mean more to Chuck Schumer than a Ukrainian citizen. And while it may seem nice that you want to help other people, that's very, very nice of you. Chuck Schumer's making a lot of money. Why doesn't he give money to a Ukrainian nonprofit that's going to help Ukraine? A lot of Democrats make a lot of money. Why don't you just go donate money to Ukraine then so they can procure more weapons? Maybe they can buy weapons from the United States instead of us just giving it to them. We come first. We elected Chuck Schumer. Nobody from Ukraine elected Chuck Schumer. They like that Chuck Schumer's been elected, but nobody elected him. We come first. We're not equals with Ukraine. American taxpayer money is to be spent in America first. But here is there was Chuck Schumer telling you, no, no, no. We do both together. If the U.S. border is going to be secured, then Ukraine's getting money. U.S. doesn't come before Ukraine. He's telling you that. If you are voting for Democrats, know. If you're a Democrat voter, know that you and what you want does not come before this, what the citizens of another country want. Chuck Schumer cares as much about you as he does about the people in Ukraine. And the people of Ukraine don't pay Chuck Schumer. You do. He's saying the quiet part out loud. F America, we don't care about all of you. We care about them. They take a uh, higher priority. They take a higher precedent than you do, American citizens, even though we pay Chuck Schumer's salary and we decide whether Chuck Schumer has a job every six years. Not to mention that Russia is the only country that is raising questions and asking questions about what the hell happened to Gonzalo Lira 
the American journalist that was tortured and killed in a Ukrainian prison. So we're going to keep sending Ukraine money. They just tortured and killed one of ours. Are we kidding? And Russia's the only one asking questions? I don't trust Putin as far as I can throw him. He's a KGB thug. I don't like him. I know he doesn't like us. He does not like the United States of America. But if there's one thing about Vladimir Putin, I know he's smart. When Donald Trump was president, he knew his place on the world stage and he stayed there. He didn't try to invade Ukraine. He didn't try any funny business. Donald Trump kept Vladimir Putin in line and he's the only president to do so. Why is Russia asking more questions about why an American citizen was killed in Ukraine than America. It goes back to Chuck Schumer because we don't matter to them. They care more about Ukraine than they do about us. That's your Democrat party, folks. If you're a Democrat, that's your party. You want them leading you? I don't. Not because I like Trump, because I want leaders who will put our wishes first, our needs first not a hard concept you know what else isn't a hard concept figuring out that you need ofp farms in your life do you have chronic and pain yet yeah. chronic oh my goodness do you have chronic pain yes are you tired and sore yes i want to introduce you to ofp farms and their magnesium products i'm less tired and in less pain because i've been using ofp farms magnesium products you may be asking why magnesium well it's because it's an essential nutrient for cell growth function and regeneration most people are deficient in magnesium without realizing it Industrialized farming has made it challenging to acquire the proper amount of daily magnesium from food sources these days, and OFP Farms magnesium products are packed with a combination of nutrients and essential oils which help you feel rested, more relaxed, and provide a good source of magnesium via topical approach. Pain starts to fade as the magnesium works to help reduce inflammation, balancing blood flow, and allowing the recovery process to begin. Get relief from sore muscles, tired joints, Headaches and other inflammatory issues right where you need it with OFP Farms topical magnesium product line. It's hard to believe the products can help with so much, but they really, really do. You're welcome to browse their website at the many five-star reviews. Now, OFP Farms is a patriotic, America-first, God-fearing, small family farm. They love LFA TV. They've been on this show before. Visit their website, OFPFarms.com. That's OscarFoxtrotPapaFarms.com. Use the promo code LFA15. Lima Foxtrot Alpha 15 for 15% off of any order on the website. That is OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. OFPFarms.com, promo code LFA15. Vice Presidential Sweepstakes is heating up. Sebastian Gorka, I know some people like him, some people don't like him. He offered his insight. He tends to be very close to Trump. On Newsmax yesterday, first I want to get to him, then I want to get to what Red State is saying, because these are two conflicting stories. Someone's got to be right. Someone's going to be wrong. Both can't be true at the same time. Here's Sebastian Gorka's comments first. Um, I'm going to say, well, the, the source is the source. Uh, it's going to be a guy. It's going to be somebody that nobody's talking about. An amazing patriot who'd actually be a real Veep who can get stuff done. So that's all I'm this, allowed to say. But hopefully it'll be announced officially by the This boss. is name. Thank you to the at uh, 17th Bodhisattva on uh, Twitter. X, as I see, I tagged him on the top right corner there. If you want to watch the video there, it's there. Seb Gorka says it's going to be a man and somebody that nobody's talking about. Is it Lee Zeldin? Is it Rick Grinnell? Everybody's talking about Ben Carson, so I don't think it's going to be Ben Carson, if Gorka is correct. But you also have the story on Red State. 
Donald Trump is considering a vice presidential pick that could prove very controversial. This is from uh, Bonchi at Red State. And uh, it turns out that the person that Bonchi over at Red State has heard rumors about with regards to Donald Trump's uh, vice presidential pick, according to a new report, Trump is seriously considering Representative Elise Stefanik for vice president. Now, if it is Elise Stefanik, I've been saying that for a while, she fits the mold. If it's not, then fine. If it's a Rick Grinnell, I think he fits the mold too. You know, he's a California ultra conservative. What he did to Kathy Barnett was bad last year, but folks, that's politics. I think he would be, he's fiercely loyal to Donald Trump. He was a great acting, I think he was the DNI with uh, Donald Trump, ambassador to Germany as well. Oh, by the way, he's gay. So the LGBTQ people, well, their heads will explode because he doesn't talk about how gay he is. He just is gay. He does that at home and then he goes to work and does work at work instead of bringing gayness into work. I think he'd be a cool pick. No one's talking about him. I don't hear a lot of people talking about him. We'll see. If Gorka's right, that's who I think it is, either him or Zeldin. If Banshee is right and it's Stefanik, well, then we were kind of onto something a year and a half ago. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for watching and listening. As always, we appreciate it. Hope you enjoyed the hit on Newsmax today as well. And uh, we always love being in the chat with you too. Uh, we will be live tomorrow. We'll be taking your calls tomorrow. Please hit that thumbs up button before you go today. We got Will Johnson coming up next with Culture Wars at 6 p.m. Eastern. Based America with Drew Hernandez at 7 p.m. Eastern. Roger Stone with Stone Zone at 8 p.m. Eastern. As President Trump says, we will never give up. We will never give in. And we will never, ever surrender. And if all else fails, we will just become ungovernable. Thank you. God bless you. God bless this one nation under God, indivisible with liberty and justice for all. Have a tremendous rest of your evening. We will be back here tomorrow, same time, same place, rumble.com slash LFA TV. Please leave us a thumbs up and a comment on your way out. Please make sure you're following the channel on the way out and you're following us on audio anywhere you get your podcasts on the way out as well. Have a tremendous rest of your day and we will catch you back here, same time, same place, rumble.com slash LFA TV, 5 p.m. Eastern for Ungoverned. Until then, have a good night. We'll see you tomorrow.